Hello and welcome to Faking Lit, a book club podcast in which I sit down with some very good friends and we talk about a book that we have read. My name's Chinti, and I only like reading books when they're canon. Very clever. I was beautiful. Mm. I was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I worked hard on that. Uh, I am Serge Pistache. I am an artist and uh, philanthropy from Le France. Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Harren X. Uh, I'm a professor of anthro equine literature. Uh, a horse walks into a bard. Wherefore the long face. Mm. Alright, my name is Lenny London and I protect the Queen 24-7. Always looking after her. Well, why is that? Are you, uh... I'm um, what's known as a beef eater. Ooh, okay. In both awesome. nature and culinary habits. Oh, really? <laughs> I, 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 we're going to get into this, Lenny. We're going to get into this because I've been fascinated by beef eaters ever since I was a young child. Um, but, look, welcome to the show, old friends and new. Serge, it is an absolute pleasure hello, to have you back hello. on the show once more. Uh, and Harren, obviously, good to have you back again. And new friend, Lenny London. Oh, right. gosh. Such a tall, imposing man. And you came in costume today, which is just... I mean, it wasn't necessary, but I love seeing a man in uniform. He's well dressed. If I don't wear the costume, the Queen won't die. Really? I'm going to wear it 24-7. Okay, all right. That, I, well, then, by, is it like the ravens in the Tower of London? Like, yeah. if they fly away, then the queen dies. Is that is that how it works? Pretty much. How does that? Why? Why is that always the case? She sustains herself on ravens. Oh, so they're a she food the ravens. They're both a food source and a source of joy for her. Oh, okay, okay. Whereas us wearing these costumes, it's more of a magic-based thing. Oh, oh. right. Okay. This I can't help but notice that in the uh, the because uh, maybe it's because I'm coming from it from the view of an outsider, but there's a lot of uh, like English history seems obsessed with food. Like you've got the ravens as like um, a delicious snack for the queen. She likes eating swans as well. I'm for, I'm, I've heard, I've heard she's the only person that's allowed to eat a swan. Mm. And you, you you are a beef eater. She's the only person that's allowed to eat out a swan as well. Whoa, nice. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I would wow. eat out of a swan. An no, egg. Said, yeah, yeah. Eat, eat the egg out of a swan. No, no, no. I think it depends on the situation. I think... well, uh, explain the situation. <laughs> what kind of situation do you eat a swan? Is a chicken already in a shop? Uh, it's classified. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a very mysterious. It's very mysterious. How is, I mean, For the queen's safety, no one no needs to know. I mean, okay, so you're privy to the ins and outs of the palace, and I'm always fascinated. Like, obviously, the queen's allowed to eat a swan. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been tempted to have a little sneaky sort of like munch of the leftovers? Because you can't eat because the only food that I eat is beef. Only beef. <laughs> only beef. You've never been tempted by a swan ever. I've never been tempted by anything other than beef, otherwise I'd lose my magic palace. Have you ever been to? <laughs> have you ever been to India? Incredible. Large, no, I've never left. I've never Hindu left. Population. I've never left the M4. 
Okay, fair enough. Well, I've never left zone one, if I'm honest. Okay, oh, fair enough. I was going to yeah, go to East Ham as well, because I was Hindu population there. Yeah, that's true. No, it's slightly no. ironic, huh? given it's called East Ham. Ham's Ham. made of pigs. Ham's made of pigs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know yeah. if you understand basic meat. But... <laughs> I'm saying, like, like, you know, exactly. Like, um, you I can't go eat a ham. Time. You can't eat a ham. No, because it's made of pigs and I only eat beef. Okay, right. I eat beef in all its forms. Received loud and clear. You what love... about uh, la pastrami? It's like ham, but it's not ham. beef. Ah, oui? Oh, then, yeah, I would, I would eat that. Are you, but, what about some sort of like fracas with a rapper? Are you allowed to have oh, a Wellington. conflict with a rapper? Yeah, do you, do you, oh, do rapper, yeah. Do you, do you, are you also sustained by metaphorical beefs as <laughs> yeah, well? Yeah, exactly. Any conflict, specifically conflicts with the Queen, I'll eat those. Okay, oh, oh okay. So any beefs anyone's got with the Queen. You're nourished by strife, so to speak. Strife and actual beef. Do you, did, did you like, did you follow the career of 50 Cent, like, a, with interest then? Like, licking your lips every time he started some sort of, like, fresh feud with another fellow hip-hop artist? Only when he did it in London. Okay, oh, here we go. What happens in right, right. But any he's in London, you say like, "Oh, you, you yeah. keep an eye on him," and like say like, "Oh, if you want to have a good meal." Like, like when Azealia Banks yeah. had that beef with the Graham MCs. Oh, that must have been that was uh, major that was beef. That's how I got it. I got it away. She had to shut up, but I would. <laughs> so I have a question. So if you are eating a beef of somebody, I have, they have no more uh, argument to have. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, they are okay. They are friends again. Well, I wouldn't say that necessarily they're friends. So they've been shushed into silence. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to understand. Like, so by consuming the beef, they just stop talking. Well, they stop talking to each other. Okay, they stop having the, the beef. That's, I, yeah, I, yeah, okay. okay. So I break their fucking kneecaps. Oh, he's uh, got uh, interesting techniques, yeah. this man. Uh, what of eating things? Yeah, of eating things and breaking the cap. Uh. I think. I well, hopefully, like. We, we're all going to get on like a house on fire today. Hopefully there'll be no beefs, but like, um, you know, like it's good to know that if we do fall out of each other, you'll get a good meal out of it uh, yeah. at the end of the day. Um, well, look, we, we've already gotten off track. I, I, I feel that we need to uh, right this train and get to the heart of the matter. And the heart of the matter is A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens. Now, I think this might be the first... Uh, Book of Dickens that we've dealt with on this show. I'm very excited about it. It's a classic. Um, and I think um, a fairly timely book, dealing as it does with the French Revolution. Um, we've had a lot of revolutions recently. Uh, and I think post-Brexit, this book has taken on a whole new meaning. Uh, but, like, don't take my word for it. Um, what does everybody else think about the significance of A Tale of Two Cities? The two cities, by the way, being London and Paris. Of course, but yeah, of yeah. course, it's the only two cities that really matter to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. cities are uh, super swapping. Well, if I remember correctly, uh, Serge, you are a uh, you are definitely a citizen of both cities as you commute between Paris and London daily uh, to work at Subway, if I remember correctly. And the Subway in Old Street. Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, and you commute from your home in Paris to go to uh, the London subway, uh, work there, and also uh, rescue any kids that you find on the street. Wait, if they're outside? If they're outside, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. If they're outside. And I also do a lot of uh, incredible equations inside the sandwich with the onion. Of course. I'm not, who could forget? You are the goodwill hunting of uh, so, the subway. So, so yeah. The sandwich, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, like, 
Uh, your best place to really talk about then the differences between London and Paris as cities. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to choose favourites here, but obviously you feel an affinity and a connection to the to both cities. To both, yes, it is a it is a difficult one to to answer because. Uh, they are both so great for different reasons. Mm, uh, different mm. reasons. Uh, we have more subway here in London. There's not as much subway over there uh -huh. in Paris. So it's two cities. It's tail and a tail is in between the legs. It's I am the tail in between the legs of the two cities. Huh? Oh, okay, you're gonna have to like walk me through that. Like when you're the tail between the legs. A tail of two cities. It's a tail. No, 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 no. This is a tail. <laughs> Les tail. Les uh, I think I, I see what the, the confusion is. The tail referred to in the city. Is uh, uh, between the legs of the city. No, no, no. And it's the not. legs as the Arc du Triomphe. No, no, no. That's not, no, that's not um, what was. The tail is a story, not an actual tail. Not like an animal's. Like, so not, not like the duck tail. Mm, oh. A duck does not have a tail. Do you like ox tail? <laughs> Would you eat ox? Ox, ox is not beef, technically. He is different. So, but you never ever see beef tail, it's always ox tail. Also, Buko, would you eat also Buko? A dog does have a tail. He's got a little bit of feather in the back. Ah, that's a feather. He's got a tail. He's a person's nose. He's a person's nose. Oh, you're right there, Lenny. I'm alright, I'm alright. You protected the queen from her deadly illness. Recently. You took the cough Did somebody sneeze and you jump in the way? Yeah. <laughs> no, I only stopped the sneeze. <laughs> the sneeze land in your mouth. Yeah, it's the only way to save it. <laughs> you hold your nose to swallow the sneeze. Oh, <laughs> that's, that must have been tough for you, being a beef eater, or having to eat a sneeze. It was, it was difficult. Oh, was it mad cow disease though? So it's okay. My, I almost lost some of my magic powers. <laughs> I'm honest. Oh, no. What are, what are the magic powers? Oh, uh, you'll find out later. <laughs> I'm curious, so you have never left London? I've never left Zone 1. Never left Zone 1 in London? No. Okay. I was, I was born in uh, Oxford Street. Mm, okay, that's pretty London. Yeah. In Hamlet? Do you know Hamlet? Is Hamlet on Oxford Street or is yeah. it on Regent Street? Doesn't Hamlet also have a beef eater on the logo? Oh, it does, it's yeah, 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 that's yeah. where I was born then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad we your memory of your birthplace. Like, good, we, good thing that we noticed that thing about the logo of Hamleys. Um, okay, so like you were born in Hamleys, um, the home of beef eaters, uh, beef eaters and bears. Uh, that's where yeah. they make the beef eater. Yeah, 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 that's where they invent, well, I don't know if it was invented there, but like it's a good place to get a beef eater if you want. Like, uh, um, so. That's that's the most London thing I can think of. Possibly now I live above the Angus Steakhouse. <laughs> Which one? There's many of them. The Wait, one on you live above the Angus Steakhouse, not the Beef Eater Steakhouse. No, the Angus one is a better, better, better steakhouse. I don't like the Beef Eater Steakhouse. I much prefer Angus Steakhouse. It's called la population. You can get a steak there for seventeen ninety five. Okay, that makes Which sense. Which is cheap. Does it come with the ketchup? Well, I would need that, obviously. I chuck out all the vegetables and the chips and whatever. <laughs> and just the beef. Just the, just beef. the beef. Just the beef. And the ketchup. And so. I ask them not to season it in any way. Oh, did he? How do you have your. Okay, this is an important question. How do you have your steak? Uh, either well done or rare. <laughs> <laughs> half just half nothing half in between. Half. Yeah, okay. okay. You, so you have one part, one half of the steak is just burnt. And the other half is raw. But I've invented the, the beef sandwich. 
which is uh, I well you invented that. But it's okay. a well done steak. Yeah. With a yeah. rare steak in the middle <laughs> with another well done steak at the top. Wow. It's a sandwich. Okay, okay. You're just basically using well done steak as bread, basically. Yeah. Okay, alright. Um gotta improvise. <laughs> wow, you really do love beef. I, I I don't love it, I have to eat it. <laughs> Wait, you hate what you don't love beef. You don't I'm love fucking beef. Fucking bored of it. <laughs> but I have to eat it for my magical powers. Oh wow, okay. And what magical powers which you will reveal to <laughs> us in good time. Well, I remember what they are. Okay, yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Est-ce que je peux question? Yes, sure. Uh, the question I have is why so much about eating cow uh, when you are a beef eater? <laughs> what you're not a little bee who makes the honey and his, his little feet? Why, why, why are you putting feet on a bee? Uh, and you eat all this meat? I do not understand. Well, every man's got to have a hobby, haven't they? I put, I put, I put <laughs> feet on bees half the time. Half the time I protect... Well, they put the feet on the bees because the bees protect the queen, obviously. Ah, maybe I'll see her. She's the queen bee. J'avais oublié. She's the queen bee. Yeah, queen of the bees. So this is the feet that you put on a bee. Uh, I'll be glad to say, what size shoe does the bee wear? Not point, no, 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 one. Uh-huh. Well, you know, they say uh, about uh, the size of your feet, if you're a bee. <laughs> Why is your feet a bee? Stop having feet. So you, so you eat bees? No, I'm, 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 I feet bees. <laughs> you feet, what are your feet be? I feet, I feet bees. So, I signed my, oh, my own rap reduction label. Okay. Is it? And every every song will feed one bee. Okay. So buzzing away. So have you got a, a website called Buzzfeed? <laughs> Buzz, yeah. Is that it's yours? A charity website. Oh, you've yeah. got okay. Oh, uh, you're also a charity man as well. We're on a bee feet charity. <laughs> I get some. I get some funding from the crown. Oh, so I'm quite happy. important to the project. And where do you put your children? I don't have any children. What? We should not shut up. There's nothing don't... wrong with not having yeah, children. Exactly. Why don't you have children? <laughs> Get put a children out. You know. Do you have children? You commute from London to Paris every day. <laughs> Does that leave much time for going after children? Uh, my wife, she does it. She is so smart as well. What's your wife do? Uh, she is a, a, a curator at the, at the big museum. Book museum? Uh, La Musée du Livre. Ah, oh, okay. That's, yeah, book museum in French. <laughs> La Musée okay, du yeah, Livre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that's, that's a very imaginative name for the book music. I would say the chose is that it's what it is. Okay. In France, we are very mysterious. Isn't the book museum and library? Well, is it? La bibliothèque. La bibliothèque. Yeah, it depends yeah. on how old the books are in the library. Like, if you said the lo- your local library was a book museum, that'd be a bit weird, especially since the oldest book they probably have might just be an old copy of Inconceivable by Ben Elton. Or it could be something from the Revolution! Yes! La Revolution! Viva la Revolution! Well, I'm glad you, you, you brought that up again, because I feel that we've, uh, yes again, uh, left the, uh, the rails and um, need to get back on track. Um, the Revolution, French Revolution. La um, Revolution Française. This is fertile territory, I thought, for a book. Uh, if I was going to write a, a book about any revolution, it would be the French Revolution. Like, it was a crazy time. I mean, let me 
hits you with possibly one of the best openings in any book ever. Um, you can say that again. Which one? Whatever, whichever. <laughs> yeah, I no, just no. want you to, to say something again. Because okay, repeat it's myself. It's so true what you have just said. It's one of the best openings to any book ever. That was the one. That I was the one. That repeat. was the one. Let me just hit you with this though, okay? So. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was a season of light. It was a season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going to direct to heaven. We were all going direct the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or for evil in a superlative degree of comparison only. Now, guys, he's... He could easily be talking about us today, couldn't he? Old Charlie Dicky. Uh, age of extremes. There's nothing in the middle. It's like one of your sandwiches, uh, Lenny. There's, like, there's a rare steak in yeah, the middle of my sandwich. It was a, it was a time. It was a time of well done steak. It was a time of rare steak. That's true. But see, I, I think you highlighted the problem. You, this is a very overrated. Opening. He's just an. He's just. Oh, I'm in opposite land. That's you know. As he did that as a kid, like. Or oh, it was the north. You mean time. he's not in opposite yeah, land? Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly yeah. No means this, and yes means no. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's like, well, I'm. I'm oh yeah, yeah. I was the you are of times. correct, Aaron. The jets of in opposite land. Yeah. I agree with you, Aaron. He just keeps putting in opposite, opposite land. <laughs> But yeah. says, this is a very clever point, Harren, in opposite land. <laughs> but he I mean, says, it's a very dumb point. Oh, shit, yeah. I'm serious, dumb man. Which means I don't see that you've done Good that. one, Harren, in opposite <laughs> land. Zing, is on you. It's on you like a chicken zinger, finger, liquor. What? What was that? <laughs> yeah, you, you would never eat it. Chicken eaten? zinger. What? Have you eaten a chicken zinger? No, of course you oh, made a fucking chicken! <laughs> I, a, I could never go to KFC until they do a beef option. He just puts opposite. KFB. Yeah. KFB. Opposite to up is down. Down, yeah. Ah, atom. Wait. Opposite to up is down. Yeah. Opposite to left is right. Yeah. Opposite to Shoulder. diagonal to the left is is <laughs> diagonal <laughs> to the back right. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Opposite to the to the east. Are you going to do all of the directions? Yeah, Because the there are infinite directions. Yeah, <laughs> opposite to, to diagonal to the right. So no, if we got a compass and the north, northeast, so the northeast, but also 45 degree angle up is uh, north, north, opposite to that. Is, is uh, south, southwest. Attends, je vais le dire. Is southwest at a 45 degree angle down. Can't argue with that. Exactly, yeah. Just Can't as, uh, it, it, but it's how it works. Yeah, no? it's no, no, no. La, la literature. Mm. It's it's beauty. It's it's it's. Like, Do you understand, Lenny? You look stupid. <laughs> I just I just didn't think it would needed saying. <laughs> What's the opposite of a book? A door. Something that's. Oh. I would say the opposite of a book is radio. The radio. <laughs> Radio contains content itself. The opposite of a book needs to contain no content. Or, or negative content. Yeah, right, okay. It's okay. a bin. So it would have so, to be some something that can fire. detract from your knowledge. Like a religion, maybe. A drill. La a religion. Drill. A drill? Yeah, drill. Brain. So the opposite of a book <laughs> is a drill? It's a hole in your head. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's, my. A, it's a bookworm, isn't it? Because it eats books. Yeah, it's books. Right. It eats. Wait, wait, so like the opposite, so by that logic, uh, Lenny London is the opposite of a cow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he, he, he eats cows. Like, and that's how opposites work. Yeah. It's something that eats the thing. If you eat something, yeah. then you're the opposite of it. Yeah, I'm the opposite of your mum. <laughs> you oh. ate my mother. <laughs> you ate the old mother. Wait, hold this second. You're the opposite of his mother's pussy. Wait, no, wait, exactly. This is an important distinction that we're here. Because, did, you, uh, did you sexually pleasure her or did you just consume her like a cannibal? I need to know because yeah, it's... The opposite of mother is father and Chin, I am your father. <laughs> because you ate my mother. The opposite of mother is not father. <laughs> What's the opposite of mother? Uh, Merdeau. Huh? Merdeau. It's a woman who sucks oh. up babies into her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> like a baby hoover. Oh, Lenny is lived his life in such a small area, but he is so wise. He is pretty wise. I mean, like, I, you don't—they don't just let anybody be, become a beefy. Oh, they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like anybody who happens to be born in Hamlet. Anybody? Excuse me, Madame. Uh, you are pregnant. You know, Madame. You know, if you are, if you have this baby in here, he has to work for Queen, and he can only ever eat red meat for the rest of his life. Is red meat, is, is beef the only red meat? I th- yeah, 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 venison, yeah, yeah. Venison. Oh, venison. Yeah, dear, dear red meat. But you would not eat that. No, I wouldn't. Because they're quite expensive. Quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, but, you're, but you're allowed to. You will not lose your magic power if you eat a... A, a, a lamb. A lamb. Is lamb red meat? I think it is, yeah. Well, I only eat beef. I'm not going to chance it. The queen could die. It's <laughs> true. By the way, when you say you protect the queen, did, did you also protect Queen the band? Does it work for them you as well? A, you did a great job at that. Look where Freddie Mercury is. Donna is bloody fucking dead. It's all your fault. I'm a queen the band, Queen Latifah. Uh, <laughs> queen Latifah. I love her. She's great. She's great. I don't really have a queen. It's all gay men. I protect all men. <laughs> I spent the nights roaming somewhere. All gay men, all of them. <laughs> Who would have thought that the seven foot bodybuilding beefeater was not politically correct? Yeah, no, exactly. No, no, um, I, I, I think um, he, he's a straight talker, Lenny London. Obviously, comes from years of living on these harsh streets of London. Um, he gets to a square. I mean, well, in Leicester Square, in Hamleys. Like, um, and I think, like, we, 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 we do good by actually, like, inviting him onto the show and actually letting him share the wisdom of the streets with us. Because uh, he can come across as a bit uh, unmannered, of course, but this is a man who has dealings with the Queen. So ultimately, And we know about the Queen. Um, the Queen sometimes has uh, unlikely friendships with people who are very different from her. Like in that movie, Mrs. Brown. And um, what's that new one where she's like friends with a, um, a brown person? What are you talking about? The Queen and Abdul, that's it. Oh, yeah, something like that. You know that one, you know one. A brown person is completely oh. different to the queen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, exactly. It's like, oh, I'm the queen and you're a brown person. We're so different, but we're friends. And that's, that's they only thought, let's make a movie out of that. That's a movie. Let's make uh, a bit of a, a procrastination. Yes. Because uh, I'm from France. I do not like, we do not like the, the monarchy. La monarchy. That's a good point, yes. It is a uh, bull. It is, uh, how do you say, uh, for stupid people. The same people who like la religion, like all of these stupid things like religion, yeah, 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 who like eat, uh, eat hamburgers all, those, all the time. But burgers are a form of beef, you know. But it's got, it, it take off the bread. Yeah. 
and you take uh, I saw that one coming <laughs> but it's, it's uh, we, we have been gone of all this bullshit monarchy it's, uh, now we have much better we have you can you can have a social welfare state. You look after stupid people. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. That's the reason why we have a welfare state. But we have a welfare state and a monarchy. Yeah, but it's much worse. Oh well, I don't know. I don't know. We're pretty. We're pretty. We're pretty good on that. If like you that, look we're... at the area mm-hmm. of La France, right? Compare that. Compare the area of La France mm-hmm. and the population. Mm-hmm. To the area of United Kingdom, we win. <laughs> yeah, but that means, what, what criteria are you using? That means Russia is the greatest. Yeah. What are the ter- yeah. what are the, also like? What are the terms of victory? Yeah. What have you What have you established as the terms of victory? You just literally said like, look at this area, look at that area. That one wins, obviously, because I said so. I said that. I did. I, I defined the terms. <laughs> this. Oh, I don't think France was bigger because it got rid of the monarchy. I don't think it was a small country. <laughs> they cut Louis the Sixteenth's head off, and then he's gone for a while, and then they get another king back, and then they get rid of that king, and then it swells in size. I agree to disagree. I think it's a fact. <laughs> and I think the reason that you do such a great job catching sneeze in your mouth and protect the queen is because the reason why Britain is not so great. Wow. If you could do worse job. Britain would be even brillianter. Wow. That's ridiculous. That was the worst well, thing I've ever heard. Okay, okay. I work on the street. I work in a subway. I put a child in a house. I can't... I know these things. I can see. I'm, you are in a palace constantly holding a stick. You're like, ah, I'm not good to say anything. You're so quiet. <laughs> it's not the B-figures. The B-figures are allowed to speak. You're thinking of the palace guard. They're not allowed to yeah, speak. What? You don't, oh, well, obviously you're speaking now. So like, speaking I think now. you sort of like negated your point. Like, no, no. I, I it's the palace guard. That uh, like, don't, they, don't they have their tongues cut out as well when they're born in Hamleys? No, they don't, they're not born in Hamleys. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought they were born, they born in Hamleys. They're born in Apple store. They're born in normal people. <laughs> They'll be fucking ridiculous. Palace guard, they serve in Iraq sometimes and they come back cushy job. Palace guard. B-figures with the special ones. Because you're born in Hamleys and you're you, get to, eat, you we, get to eat beef. Well, we don't get to. We, uh, we're only we have to, to eat, eat beef. You're, you're allowed to eat beef. Yes. Not only us. We have to eat beef. We have to eat beef. Because of the magic. Because of the magic. Which you still haven't <laughs> demonstrated, by the way. I, I'm, 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 so, I'm waiting. I'm hoping it's good. Maybe I'll do it at good. the end of the podcast. Okay, all right. That's good. <laughs> What's your view on Bart Simpson? Because he, he says, don't have a canal, man. <laughs> Well, he means it more in a sexual way. Oh. <laughs> I believe. I had a chat with Matt Groening when he came to visit the Queen. Oh, you, know, you met Matt Groening? Oh, yeah, he, he, visited, wine, yeah. he visited, <laughs> visited the Queen. Oh. Went back when he was curating at ATP. <laughs> I love it when he was on holiday in Zone 1. He just came to visit Zone 1. Well, no, he, he was curating ATP at Butlins in my head. <laughs> Just nowhere near the zone one. The queen, the queen. That's like zone. Like, there's like, you run out of letters. You run out of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Point, yeah. Thirty-two. Yeah, zone thirty-two. B, I went to visit the queen en route. You ran into him. You no, he him. came to visit the queen. I don't know what's confusing about this. <laughs> but he was. Uh... Not when I met Mahatma Gandhi. Oh, you met Gandhi. Oh, oh wow. Because he came Wait to visit a second. the queen. Okay, at the risk of opening up a whole can of worms. How old are you? <laughs> I'm eternal. <laughs> it's one of the magic powers I get, moving beef. Okay, power number one. You're Atom. immortal. Okay. So what, 
what did you eat before cows had evolved? What did you eat? Like, what did you, you, well, you, you would have been alive. As Amelie has right? been there since the beginning of time in, <laughs> exactly. in, in space. Which is eternal. In right? the beginning, there was nothing. And Amelie is over there, where the beef eaters were all standing <laughs> in, being born. Yeah, how did you get your powers then? It's more complicated, I expect. <laughs> I was born in 1972 in Amelie's. Since then, I have both aged forwards and backwards simultaneously. Oh, that makes so complete sense. as well as getting older, I also get older in the other way. Uh, Wait, so you... Oh, goodness. So presently, I'm 28, 16, 34... <laughs> 44. <laughs> yeah, 45 years old. My favourite part. In one direction. Yeah. Uh, 45 in the other direction. So, so you're 90, 90 years old. old. I'm 90 years old. And, some, and next year I'll be 92 years old. So you met Gandhi when you were negative how many years? Well, I met him when I was... Because I met Gandhi... I'm, I'm looking it up right now, but Gandhi died... Because I want, I want this to be accurate for some reason. <laughs> when did Gandhi visit the Queen? <laughs> I'll, I'll Google it. Google. Okay, Google. Uh, this is my favourite part of any, like, um, When did uh, Gandhi visit the Queen? It, it wouldn't have been this Queen, or it? At all. He met Darwin's mill workers, apparently. <laughs> I don't think he did meet the Queen, apparently. <laughs> yeah, the Queen got coronated in 1953. India got independence in 1947. <laughs> so oh, maybe he didn't meet the Queen. I thought he did. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? This, um... You uh, misremember... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad we always fact check a lot of our guests on this show uh, because like what better way to spend the time than questioning a person's life in front of them um, but yeah okay so you've met Gandhi uh, yeah when he met the Queen he did it in secret so no one would know about it on Google <laughs> and did he have anything to say about your diet he's a famous vegetarian oh he didn't know very <laughs> okay, right. stupid man did, did, <laughs> did Gandhi also say to you don't have a cow man <laughs> no but when when the Lebar Simpson and Gandhi when they say don't have a cow man they mean don't create an hybrid cow man a bovine <laughs> human that's what they mean they mean if you're going to have so a, a minus if you have to procreate don't have a, a, a cow man is what they mean no, a cow is not a minotaur, it's a female minotaur, because it's also... Oh, okay. So there's this strange thing happening as well. There's reasons, there's so many good reasons to not have a cowman. That's because cowman is half of it, is a woman, cow, and the other half, half is a man, a, a male man. Which half though? Which half? Oh, it can be either way. It's okay. like, I'll just say... Which le, would you le, prefer? Le which center. would you prefer? If you're going to have a cowman... Which half would you rather be the cow? Which half would you rather? I would be rather have the human head. Okay, <laughs> the human head and the, the cow, cow body. body. That's the best version. Just, uh, you, you do realize it's just that you, you just ask for a head. That's technically like ninety percent cow and like ten percent human. Why does it always have to be halfway? Why does it always have to be half? It's half as cow and half as human. Why can't it be little stripes? <laughs> so the, the top stripe is human, the second stripe is cow, then it's human, then it's cow, then it's human. How would that work? How would that work? So like, like you'd have a cow forehead, <laughs> yeah. like a human nose. You'd have those ears that the cow has. As long as you have others, because you can reduce your milk cost. Yeah. I think that's the main. If thing. You could have others on your belly and. And memories, as you're still, so you can still have to, almost even more nipples. Mm. Oh, I've come here to discuss a book. <laughs> we haven't actually discussed the book at all, which is, I think, this might be a new record for us. <laughs> we are currently... No, we discussed think, the opening lines. <laughs> that's what we've done, right? <laughs> it's true, which is, again, like, it's, it's both the most... Uh, this has been both the most 
granular and also like completely pointless analysis well, of the book. You've done, so done the opposite. Like, yeah, opposite again. land. The yeah. opposite land. Like I was going to say as well. Like he's writing this book. Like to return it to a tale of two cities. That opening, uh, uh, opening, the opening of the book clearly states that this is a time of extremes. And I was saying that I, I totally get what he, where he's coming from. Like in these uncertain times, uh, everything's either the greatest thing or the worst thing. And I think like we, it's all reflected in the way that we see the world online, like, where we upvote stuff, downvote stuff, up, down. There's nothing in between. There's no nuance. Now, do you think that this is, um, we are reaching a sort of, sort of boiling point in our his, in our history in the same way that uh, the world was uh, in 1775. Yeah, sure, yes, sure. Yes. Uh, the grand old Duke of York, he was from 1775. Ah. He was both up and down. Right, right, right. Was he bipolar, do you think? Yeah, I think. Oh, he, no, he was just marching his men up and down. Oh, I think he was just having an episode. He wasn't both up and down. When he was up, he was up. But when he was down, he was down. Yeah, so at any one time, he wasn't two things. At any one time, he was that one thing, and he definitely was that one thing. <laughs> Do you reckon there was a Schrodinger's granddaughter in New York? No, because... you couldn't... And, like, as if well, if, if you it know. was, then the old rhyme would be, when he was up, he was down. But it wasn't. It's when he was up, he was up. And then when he was down, he was down. He was yeah. a man of certainty. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, but, like... But, but, but he, he but when he was up. When he was, was only up. halfway up, he was neither up nor down. Yes, that's yeah. true. There was a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Did you ever meet the grand old Duke of York? <laughs> well, I haven't aged backwards to that point. <laughs> <laughs> I will and will have at some point. <laughs> I look forward to the day. So, I, so oh, this is very interesting. So, one day you will meet the Charles Dickens. Yeah. What will you say to him? I'll be like, oh, how are you? <laughs> I haven't discussed this book enough to know what I'd say to him. Um, uh, yeah. Ask me at the end of the podcast. How did you meet the Grand Old Duke of York if you're confined to Zone 1? Just up. Well, I haven't met him yet. Uh, I'm not uh, aged. Uh, but when, when were you here? Well, presumably the Grand Old Duke of York will come to London at some point. Of course. I should yeah. imagine. Okay. When, he, when he's, when in, he's London, in London, he's in London. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, let's let's get back to the book, guys. As um, as fascinating as this discussion has been, um, I feel what we've gotten off track once more. Uh, let's talk about um, some of these characters in the storyline that is going through the Tale of Two Cities. What is the Tale of Two Cities actually about? Um, I like to think that the backdrop of the French Revolution um, merely acts as the setting uh, for a tale of uh, men redeeming their past behaviour and trying to escape the hold that history has upon them. Um, most notably in the shape of Charles Darnay, uh, who is one of the protagonists of, of the piece, a French emigre who disguises his name to uh, completely erase all association with his hated family, the uh, Evremonds, who are an aristocratic family in Paris who are awful people, absolutely awful people. Um, in, the, um, in one section, the opening section, the uh, uh, the, the main uh, Evremond, who is the uncle of uh, Charles Darnay, runs over a peasant boy in the street. And when the father remonstrates with him, saying, you killed my boy, he just throws a coin at him and then drives off. Uh, obviously, this, this, this doesn't have a lot of love for the aristocracy. This is, very, I, uh, this is horrible, but this also is the reason why these children should not be outside for God's sake. Why is this child outside? I in my, did, did, you, did you feel your heart breaking as you were reading this passage? My heart was smashed against the rocks. 
in the ocean of sadness. I, I feel like, yeah. As I read yeah. this book, and the child was smashed by a cartoon wagon, mm, 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 mm. and the wagon smashed the little baby boy, mm. and then they threw a coin, one single golden coin, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like you would give to a charity. <laughs> A charity box man who goes in. Hello, I'm here for British Art Foundation. Uh, could you put a coin in my bag? No, go away. There are children outside. I and I seem to remember you had a very hands-on um, attitude as well. Like uh, you were doing it off on your own back, just literally relocating any child you found in the street. To you put a, him in a... a place of greater safety. Okay, so you maybe you have you ever had any children come by the palace? Well, the, the Queen was a child once. Oh. There are children like Prince Philip. Did they ever go outside? He was a child once. Did they go outside? Yeah, I've seen pictures of Prince Harry outside. There was that time he was a Nazi. Why did it? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that time, yeah. Because he ages backwards as well, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a new one, Prince George. Yes, yeah, the new one. Or the Princess Charlotte. Ups, yeah. Charlotte. He's on the first day of school today. I mean, the other day. First day of school was on Tuesday, I seem to be weird. Yeah, yeah, I think... What's that all about? But then, I guess it's because he's rich. They don't have to start... They don't play by our rules, rich people. No. Uh, a, a constant theme in this book. Like, uh, I, 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 I find myself torn in this book between uh, fully supporting and agreeing with the principles of the French Revolution, but also disagreeing vehemently with the uh, the aftermath of things like The Terror, which I think, uh, again, is something that I'm... One of the worst Flaming Lips albums. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, absolutely. That's the first place I, my mind went for that. Um, look, look, we have a staunch monarchist here, and we have a Republican. Um, and Republique! I, I, exactly, vive le Republique. Vive Yeah, vive I wanted to get pick both your brains on this one, because obviously I can see... Um, I can see, like, a... Myself going for both sides in a way. On the one hand, yes, aristocracy and the monarchy, corrupt and symbols of massive like um uh, 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 inequality within society, and they had to be overthrown. But on the other hand, uh, that revolution ended up um, sending loads of people who were possibly innocent to the guillotine. So I would ask you. Here's a question that I put forward to you, Serge. Did you, would you have supported? Um, all those the, the tactics of Robespierre and um, the, uh, the the tactics of the terror, and to you, Lenny, if we were to have another revolution in London, uh, Zone One, where we were trying <laughs> to overthrow the Queen, would you fight for the monarchy? I'll say, uh, Serge, you go first. Yes, you support the tactics of the terror. Because it is the first step to, to go on the route to true rational society. There's no reason for a monarchy. So when you come and you see, oh, little George have his first day of school, he's a baby. He's, he's a little baby. True. Why, why should I believe him to be better than me? He is stupid. He it's believes true. in God. What a fucking stupid baby. And, I, I, I really and he's know. outside. People let him go outside all the time. <laughs> so you, you, your, your uh, objections is almost as much the fact that this that, they, that we have free-range babies, I guess. They're outside. And the, and the eagle could come and fuck him in the eye. A bat could come and scratch him. But I wouldn't let that happen. 
You can't stop an eagle. An eagle. Oh, an, an eagle fly. He flies. He flies like this fast. Wait, wait, wait. But we know that he has magic power. Did you hear that? Is this fast? I don't know if that makes any noise. This this fast. Okay, yeah, that's pretty fast. That's pretty fast. But we we know from uh, what Lenny's told us that he has magic powers. My, my special stick will turn into a giant tennis racket. And I'll whack it out. So out sky. Wait, your stick will turn into a tennis racket? Yeah, it's a magic stick. Magic. Turns into what I need it to turn into. Wait, like, it's got a USB drive in the back. <laughs> Can, can it be a safety stick as well? Yeah, if I need it to be for some protecting the queen based reason. <laughs> if a terrorist come, and there are a lot of terrorists nowadays, huh? So the terrorist come and he says, uh, I'll go to shoot you as a queen if you don't take a selfie of, of If you don't have that guy over there, I'll take a selfie of himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that specific circumstance, it would turn into a selfie stick. <laughs> I'll give your special stick to this person and then he will take a selfie and the terrorist will be like, okay, thank you, goodbye. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Though. So you wouldn't? I would kill him with my stick. <laughs> I'd turn it into a scythe. Would you kill him with the selfie stick? Would be a no, it wouldn't. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it into a selfie stick. I'd turn it into a rifle or a... OCMB. You just said it would turn. OCMB. That seems like overkill. <laughs> and also, like, um, I think it's an ICBM. Yeah, ICBM. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ICBM. Uh, <laughs> no, he meant he meant a CMB, didn't he? No, I meant an ICBM. Uh, Intercontinental <laughs> ballistic missile. IC no, an IC. And the, oh, a cold shit. <laughs> an ICMB. Uh, okay. An ICB. Okay. Okay. An MB. I, I, oh, okay. A master in business. Master, master. <laughs> <laughs> so is, your, is your stick more bad than Ian Dury's one? The rhythm stick. The, Cause, cause he the hit, dreaded he, rhythm yeah, stick. Yeah, he hit people with that. He didn't hit people with that. He asked to be hit by that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm opposite man. So yeah, that's correct. You've interpreted it correctly. In fact, he was referring to me. <laughs> he wanted me to, because he was a big threat to the Queen, Ian Dury. Despite, oh, no. his, despite his polio. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no, it's, I, 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 I'm very surprised that he made the shit list. Um, was he? I, I never detected any Republican sentiment or endangering uh, actors. Republican song. What, like, uh, it made me thinking of uh, other uh, people within the punk movement at the time. Um, oh, notably more, the Sex Pistols. Well, How he, did you feel about the Sex Pistols releasing God Save the Queen? I have no sense of irony. Okay. So I was asked a nice song about protecting <laughs> the Queen. <laughs> Wait, so the the lines, God save the queen, she ain't no human being. Well, she's not, she's a lizard. No. Someone know that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Come on. That's the reason. So he thought it was a, a, a positive endorsement. Positive, it was okay, just a okay. description of her many characteristics. Mm. That's why she has blue blood, because she's cold-blooded. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, 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 okay, so like, by that... By that logic, we've moved on from the question that I uh, had asked uh, Serge about <laughs> whether he supported uh, the tactics of terror. It's a resounding yes from Serge. Um, he'd be happy, sort of like, to get rid of the uh, uh, institution of the monarchy. Um, you have to kill a lot of people. I think you were on board with that. But Lenny, looks like you are happy defending the life of a lizard person. It's well, it's my galactic duty. <laughs> <laughs> galactic. What are you, some sort of? Guardian. Well, the queen, if she's uh, a lizard, she's obviously an alien. Okay. So okay. I've been one of the guardians of her. <laughs> okay, okay, right. 
Me and the other beef eaters. Volume two, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, you are the beef eaters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I... I I guess so. Is this like a what is this? A, is so like you said, a galactic duty? <laughs> Are you sworn in? I mean, have you sworn to uphold the uh, the, the, the tenets of beef eating? What, what is Across this? the Milky Way. <laughs> well, I mean, specifically in Zone One. <laughs> in Zone One of London. I'm currently petitioning TFL to redefine their zone system <laughs> so I can go further away. Because occasionally there's a terror threat in what, like, a chalk farm or something, which is not in I mean, one. it seems like these... It's on two. It's yeah, on two, I can't go. It must be said, it, these um, concrete, rigid, uh, spiritual galactic duties you've sworn to uphold seem to be quite flexible if you can just write to TFL and say, like, actually, can you extend Zone 1, please? It's like, I, I have a sacred duty within Zone 1, and your Zone 1 is a bit small. I, could you extend it a bit so I can do my galactic duty better? Well, it's, uh, you know, the Galactic Federation's a very weird, backwards place. Yes, yeah, it seems quite weird, yeah. Like, Based on conservatism of ideas. Sounds like they haven't thought this through. They're not thought it through at all, but there's no. bureaucracy, isn't it? Oh, that's true, that's very true. You, so you're not full red tape, you're a bit of a uh, maverick. I'm a maverick cop. Not all beef eaters are maverick cops. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, uh, up by one who's not. So you're a maverick cop that's also sworn to help this galactic duty. So what? What are you? Are you? Are well, you, I'm a maverick within. You're a loose cannon. You're a loose set promises. Yeah, you're a loose cannon, cannon that abides by the rules. <laughs> a loose cannon that has been tightened somewhat. It's been strapped so, down. It's still loose. So you're a loose cannon that obeys the speed limit and yeah. just like um, is very polite. Just because um, a cannon is loose doesn't mean okay, it necessarily okay. has to not obey the rules. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, but so you would definitely like if it came down that the revolution came tomorrow, we'd see you fighting on the other side. Well, you wouldn't uh, see me. That's one of my powers. I mean, but I would be fighting. You'd see all the people dying. This seems a bit unfair. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a bit... Uh, is it, it seems a bit unfair. You have an unfair advantage against a lot of well, people of who don't have magic powers. Yeah, but they've got the unfair advantage of being able to eat things that are not beef. <laughs> okay, that's fair. So having a very diet wins out in the end, I guess. Yeah. I well, don't I mean, know. I, although I am a morsel as well, so... Yeah. <laughs> for, for, is that beef, for beef-related reasons? Well, it's all beef-related. But you were immortal, um, and you were born in 1972. Oh, okay, that's right. You, you'll be there at the end of the universe. Yeah. What if somebody was stood on the border of Zone 1? And they're, they're throwing a, a bow and arrow at you. They're, they're throwing a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Fuck it. <laughs> and they hit you on the head. In the eye. Would you die? No. I'd be reborn. I don't know. It's complicated. But it regenerates in amlets. So, so oh. <laughs> I'd probably be able to block the arrow for starters. But if they were to, I'd be regenerated. I think I would. It's never happened yet. Can we do an experiment? Well, no, I don't want. I don't, I don't want. We've already had one person die in the show, and I don't want another death on my watch. Who died? Frankly. Was that? Uh... It was an old guy. <laughs> he was an old guy. I, 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 I think I might not have helped matters by inviting him on the show and getting getting him all riled up. But... Did, did they explode? <laughs> well, what a weirdly specific thing to ask about the death of an old man in the show. But yes, he did explode. You know, old people. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, did he eat a subway? I don't think he did. Okay, I'm not sure okay. what. I, he wasn't eating a lot. I just double check. Double check. Guys, um, we... I think I'll probably be being to your subway, actually. Always yeah. go to say it's my favourite place to eat. Oh, why? <laughs> Wait, wait, how much beef do they yeah, How much, how much yeah. beef? We'll get the meatball sub, I guess. Meatball sub? But you just um, throw away everything else that you well, meatball. Meatball sub, no sub, no salad, please. 
Please scrape <laughs> off the tomato sauce from around the meatballs. Uh, and give it seven to me in a tray. <laughs> <laughs> so just meatballs well, in a tray. Okay. A very beautiful choice of food. But the, the Subway meatballs are the best. So but it makes it very difficult to put equations <laughs> in, in the food with this because it's, you have to use quite a lot of meatballs yeah, I, to I, I, spell out the answer to the equation. That's right. I forget that like um, as part of your sandwich after street, you solve complex mathematical <laughs> theorems within the medium of sandwiches that's right I, I, um, I don't know it sounds to me that you probably object to like I'm um, just serving a tray of meatballs to a, a customer who comes into your subway ah, it's not ideal okay can you not use advanced calculus <laughs> sorry <laughs> Um, some guy called Josh Bellman told me to say that. <laughs> oh, he sounds like a brilliant person. Yeah, I was wondering why you were checking your phone. I <laughs> just got a message from Bill saying, hey, this will be a good joke, Aaron. It's fantastic how uh, whenever Aaron has a joke that goes bad, it's this person's fault. Yeah. This person has really tried to bloody... It's, it's almost like he's sabotaging sabotage Aaron's Aaron. career as a comedian. You should thing. ignore the message from this person. Okay. It yeah. never goes well for you. No, no, no. I don't want another joke oh. attributed to Josh Bellman <laughs> on this show okay. ever again. Okay, fine, fine. Sorry, I'll tell my angels. Okay, there you go. Guys, Um, we have barely scratched the surface of this book and we're running um uh, quite long. Um, I, I guess there's only one thing I want to bring up. Um, We've talked about the uh idea of this book being a redemption story uh, for people like Dr. Manetz, uh, Charles Darnay, Darnay, and uh, Sydney Carton. Now, Carton. Sydney Carton gets the most, possibly the most moving send-off in any book ever, where he changes place with Charles Darnay, um, taking his place as he's waiting to be executed on the guillotine, and this is incredibly selfless, absolutely selfless, um, and it shows that in this time of horror and mass executions and turmoil, there can be good. There can be good and sometimes people need to step up and do the right thing. Um, I find this an incredibly moving uh, coda for the book. Um, what does everybody else think though? Um, is it cheesy? Does it still hold up to this day? Um, where he steps up to the scaffold and he gets the, the final lines of the book. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest that I go to than I have ever known. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, he's basically saying, I am doing a great thing by being executed by this guy, uh, Charles Darnay, and letting him live his life. And once I'm dead, that would be the best rest I've ever had. Well, I mean, uh, being dead's not a rest, is it? Well, coming from the guy who's immortal, of course you'd say that, wouldn't you? It's true. So what would you know? You wouldn't know anything about it, would you? Well, it's complicated. I I think it's an interesting end to a book. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) you don't necessarily understand it. I don't understand any of the books. (laughs) Well, yeah, I... I, What what, what did you have the biggest problem with, like, um, in terms of of comprehension? Um, I'd say the words. Okay. Yeah, that's not quite difficult. That can be that can be troublesome at times. Those pesky words, but um, well, I think it's, it's an interesting end because um, that sort of sacrifice. Why is he be- better to die than the other guy, the other bloke? Because Darnay was an innocent man who was, and he was not a good man. man. Um, and well, Carton wasn't. He was not as good a man 
Uh, he was a, a carpenter's a barrister, and we all know lawyers are a bit ew. And he was also an alcoholic. He, and that uh, meant you deserve to die. Well, <laughs> not that he deserved to die, but he was looking for a way to do something. He he felt like he'd wasted his life. Also, that's you can't do that in executions. If you get in prison and someone's going sent to prison, you can't go, wait, I'll go instead. That's true, that's true. You can't no, do no, that. No, it's, it's related to him. No, no, I, I agree. That's why they didn't. he didn't do that. He didn't say, hey, why don't, why don't you just kill me instead? He didn't do that. He didn't just stand up. And then the execution squad's like, yeah, I've got no problem with this. <laughs> like, fine, yeah. Come on, then. We'll kill you instead. Uh, There's nothing in the rule book that says so you cannot do that. I, I mean, that's true. I don't think I've ever seen anybody try to do that. Like, if you went to the gas chamber in America, what if you just stood up and said, hold on a second. Can't you just kill me instead? Who are you? Just some guy. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm the, not as good a guy as that guy. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, that guy is like, I, I know that I've done nothing with my life and I feel that you can just kill me. Let him go. I, I wish to also make the point again that I'm um, Sidney Carton isn't prosecuted. He sneaks in and, dis- and volunteers to go in Charles Darnay's place. It's not like the law said like, we got to kill this guy, Charles Darnay, but we don't really want to do it. Is there a loophole we can exploit? Well, this is a guy who looks like Charles Darnay. Yeah, done. We can do that instead. Let's After take a break. Let's take lunch, everybody. But do you see the life uh, is a sacrifice. Yes. It's a sacrifice yes. for your life. Yes. So you can say that when you jump in the way of the queen's knees that go to this queen's mouth and you jump and you catch in your mouth, mm. catch it in a mouth, you you are doing the same thing. You are taking the queen's place on the shopping block. Yeah, but you, I'm immortal. You, the queen is <laughs> not immortal. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's kind so of there's very very little risk for me. Well, there is a risk for the queen because for some reason I get to be immortal and she doesn't. I don't know why they just didn't make her immortal. That why doesn't make, make the queen a bifita? <laughs> why can't the queen be a bifita? Well, because she's a lizard and lizards can't, can't eat beef. beef. They can't. They just can't. Oh. That is her curse. But also her, what's the opposite of a curse? Blessing. <laughs> yes, because blessings eat curses. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, I think I, you're a very good point about the queen not being immortal. For a person who could basically <laughs> die at any point, we spent a lot of time investing everything into her. Like we put her face on our money. We named things after her. And the minute she dies, I'm like, well, can't put her, we've got to change our money now. Yeah, money. We've got to change our money now. Are we going to have to change all the money when the queen dies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole economy has to reset. Yeah. That's the reason we got rid of the monarchy. Any, and any sort of paperwork which refers to Her Majesty, like, will have to change to His Majesty. Right. Well, this is why it's very important I protect the death of the Queen, because it's a fucking bureaucratic nightmare. I would argue, though, that... We just got new £5 notes. <laughs> now, it's going to need fucking £5 notes in about exactly. five years when she dies. But at the same time... From old age, like, you can't protect her from old age. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't know why we have to change it anyway, because it's not as if we don't have loads of dead people on our money anyway. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's a proviso that so like, oh, if you're on the money, you have to be alive. Why not keep the Queen on the money? You've also got to change HRMC to, to TMRC, because the next monarchy is going to be transgender. <laughs> we'll just have no fixed gender. Wait, like, hold on a second. Yeah. Hold on a second. Yeah. I see where you're going with this, right? You <laughs> Where am I going with this? Opposite line. <laughs> Guys, I think this has been a great discussion today. <laughs> uh, what I happened? don't know, I think this has been very important. Right. We, we know what happened. Okay. We, they, they, the guy got guillotined. And he got his head cut off. He yeah. cut it off his head like this. I mean, like an eagle. 
Did you did you find yourself changing your stance towards the revolution and the terror, seeing the, the amount of lives that like were put to the, put uh, were were cut short by it? Well, I, I, it changed my my. I had a bit of a blanket idea of what the rich people, the aristocracy, yes, yes, what they're all like. So I felt bad when I see how great a person Darnay is. Mm, 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 Darnay is so good. He he is not religious. Mm. He, he likes sandwich. He can, he, he does, he always tries to put Shidra inside houses. It's true. It's true. He, and, but he was also part of the, the aristocracy. Mm. It's terrible. You felt conflicted. But, cause I want him to die because he's so rich. He's so, so, but he's also put Shidra inside the house. Did you, I mean, how do you resolve that central? Conflicts within your own, like, sort of like, you find yourself like, like, you should hate him, but you don't hate him. You like him, right? I, I learned something very interesting from mm. Dickens. Is that the only thing below, uh, a rich person who throws baby in a, in a way of a wagon is somebody who is drink alcohol. Okay. Right. So See if you are drink alcohol, go die. <laughs> Okay. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 pounds. Okay. Or as we say in France, 200 euros. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, although now, like, uh, the exchange rate being what it is, it's basically the same amount, isn't it? Mm. So, so I said 200 as well, you fucking... I thought you said... I thought you said 100, sorry. No. Right, 100 euros. Okay, okay. 100 euros. euros. 200 euros. I mean, Lenny, did you find your, like, monarchist uh, stance softening as you read about the... Uh, Awful, awful behaviour of the uh, French monarchy and the aristocracy. No, because the French monarchy aren't the British monarchy. So you believe in the entrenched car car system that we live under? I believe in it. I live in it. Because you love get it. well, not being bad, but like it's all right for you with your immortality and your yeah, it's all right for your, me. your forever, never-ending supply of beef. Which, by the way, is bad for the environment, Lenny. It's bad for the environment. You the know cows how cows fucked cows. Yeah, but I'm killing the cows. Yeah, but like I'm ensuring their deaths yeah, by but requiring they, their beef. We have to keep providing you with cows. Mm. Oh, yes, that's true. I didn't. I just I'll just freeze the beef, kill the cows. There's probably enough cows for me to eat beef for a very long time. I mean, would you be amenable to a, a beef substitute of some sort? No, but the idea. Okay, okay, is right. If now yeah. kill all the cows. Right, right. Freeze right. all the beef. Then I'll just eat that frozen beef. Mm, okay. I like this idea. You- I mean, I only require one or two cows. Like a very small cottage industry of cows would sustain me. Just there's the rest of you idiots eating beef that's causing the problem. So okay, so you we, don't even we, need to eat beef; your job functions. We need it more restrictive then. You just think that cows should be regulated, like uh, and just given to the elite then. Well, not the elite, the beef eaters. Well, aren't you kind of elite in a way because you've got magic powers and you're immortal? I mean, that seems pretty elite. <laughs> and you have a magic stick that can turn yeah, and into also, a And also, you're stick. friends with the Queen. So, like, I think you're pretty <laughs> elite, man. And zone one as well. You've got to accept it, Lenny. I mean, for all your sort of working class, like, um, accent and coarse behaviour, you are part of the elite. You are. Yeah. Coarse behaviour. <laughs> Big glasses. Well, I mean, you are. You are. You're a, you're a, like, you are kind of a rough and ready man, but like... I'm a, I'm a soft and unready man. <laughs> no, but you eat a lot. But you've got magic. You're magic. <laughs> he wants to play the victim. I, I, think, I think you are kind of trying to... Exactly. You're trying to have your cake and eat it. 
and it's and made out of beef. That's one of my and powers that I can you do. You cannot, and as we all learn from the Revolution Francaise, you cannot let them have cake and eat it. You cannot let them have cake. That's very she true. She says, she goes, ah, they have run out of bread. What are we going to do? Il n'y a pas de pain. And she says, well, he's on me, Kika. He's on me. Ah, they look hungry. No more bread. Put the cake on it. Hello. Hello. Oh, la, la. Let's have it, cake. Oh, oh. I'm glad we talked about this book today. It's very important, very timely. Um, but what did we think about this book? Um, let's, let's hear some summaries. Um, what, how do you feel about A Tale of Two Cities? Starting with you, Harren. Um, what did you think of this book? It was all right. I think it would have been better if it was set in um, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Why? Because then you could have called it A Tale of Twin Cities. And it would have been mildly amusing to somebody on the autistic spectrum, I mean. <laughs> Not just the Josh Bellman. <laughs> Sorry? Not just the Josh Bellman. No, no, Okay, it's, yeah, that's I, good. I'm that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was pure harrowing. <laughs> I joke. Um, okay. Or he, he should have called it... Um, he should have done this. I do feel you're kind of going into dipping into notes territory. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on how you felt about the book. We'll save the improvements for notes. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, no, it was good. But, um, sorry, I'm st- I didn't want to step on your point, but I just feel like it would render what you were going to talk about in the next section completely pointless because you've given us your thoughts already. Oh, yeah. I, I, can, I can, I can. No, no, no. We'll, back, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. No, absolutely. You So you thought it was an okay book, though? You don't think you don't think it resonated that much with you, uh, the, the the tales of sacrifice and men trying to escape their past. You don't think no, it. Would. I mean, the only thing that yeah, you know, the only kind of modern relevance this has is that there's a lorry that goes from France to to London. <laughs> it's very there's several true. lorries carrying refugees. Very true. Yeah, there's a cruncher as well. There's a cruncher. Yeah. Um, and there's okay. a Defarage <laughs> who doesn't like lorry. Yeah, it doesn't make a lorry coming over from France. Yeah. No, absolutely, that's a good so point. Actually, no, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. In that case, yeah. In that case, Charles Dickens was a uh, was the Nostradamus of this time. Okay. Okay, that's that's great. That's yeah. great. Um, so you you did a complete one eighty. Um, you you really wrestled your feelings with you the book. You almost did a, your own revolution. Yeah, oh, so oh, true. Yeah. Although that would be three hundred and sixty degrees. Lenny, what did you think of this book? It was Sorry, all right. It was alright, it was fine. Bit of good story. Good story, good old ripping. I mean, like, as, you're a patriot, right? I, I, patriot. I think you were there at the last night at the proms the other day where they were hanging out like European flags. The Queen was there, so I had to be there. Yeah, I and mean, they were hanging out Europe, Europe, the EU flags as well. Like, um, they staged a little sort of like Europe, EU anti Brexit moment at the last night at the proms. When, Disgusting. Like, you weren't down with that. Politicising the proms. The least political of all of the proms. The last night. The last night is the least political night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, you're just meant to be waving the Union Jack and like yeah. celebrating all things British and singing Land of Hope and Glory. I mean, yeah. I, I You were not down with the whole... I, I don't know. I, I almost... Shh, I'm afraid to ask how you felt about the whole Brexit thing, really. It's good that you're afraid to ask. Because this is a very dangerous question yeah, to ask. Yeah, yeah. These days, definitely. Uh-oh. Mm. But, uh, back to the book I think the book was fun <laughs> yeah, it was alright yeah. it was good let's sidestep that bit of old bit of old fun would, you, yeah, would okay. you prefer it if it was called it an ox tail of two cities <laughs> no because I was already established ox tail is from an ox oh is it not okay just not beef <laughs> that's not beef would you like... eat bull what's that it's a male cow yeah yeah it's beef okay. that's beef that's beef. beef comes from male cows no 
I mean... Bison? <laughs> what about bison? Is that kind of beef? No. No. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Also as a fan of <laughs> Also as a fan of beef, did you like uh, the way that Mrs. Defarge in the novel was consumed in her quest for vengeance against the uh, uh, Charles Darnay and just uh, was committed to seeing him guillotined at any cost? <laughs> I mean ultimately this is a tale of not just two cities, but a tale of several beefs. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Was it tasty? I mean I I I've always wondered what a uh, a metaphorical beef tastes like. Like normal beef. It just tastes like beef. <laughs> that's where it gets its that's name from. Yeah, that's why it's aptly named, I guess. Uh, um, and how do you like your metaphorical beefs? Rare? Depends on I'll have them all, whatever. When you only eat beef, <laughs> you need to have it cooked a variety of different ways. Otherwise, it does get a bit boring. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. But like you've already said that your favourite mode of eating it is the beef sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I've already said that. That's my favourite, but sometimes I'll have it the other way, you know. Oh, how's that? Too rare, and then a well done in the middle. <laughs> so it's the only two ways you ever have it to the sandwich. No, that's one of the ways. Sometimes I have three medium rares in a stack. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just still a sandwich, isn't it? There's only, there's only six combinations. Like three, three factorial is six. That's how the mass. Yeah, yeah, but you can also agree with me. Yeah. You can also flip it the other way. So uh, well done, rare, medium rare. Well done, medium rare, rare. Okay. I, I feel that like. When it comes to limiting your choices, you are the one that's limiting your own choices of how to eat beef. There's many ways to eat beef. I mean, you've ever had stew or... Yeah, but stew normally contains things that are not beef. What about beef consomme? How do you feel about Beef consomme is like a very, very uh, intense beef stock soup, effectively. Is it only beef? It is pretty much beef stock. No, I can have that. I have that. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just call it beef juice. (laughs) (laughs) Beef smoothie. Jus. Jus de boeuf. De um, okay, so you it's a, it's a good book for you. It's a yeah, book great book. Serge, how did you feel about A Tale of Two Cities? I'm frustrated. Okay. I'm frustrated at Charles Darkhounds. Because Charles Darkhounds is is an English. Mm. Is a, he thinks he has so many smart, clever ideas. But compared to Sartre, mm-hmm. as a great Sartre. Jean-Paul Sartre is uh, inferior. So I have a problem because I, I like uh, that Paris is in it. I like that the killer of the monarchies. I like that we have uh, a lot of beef. Beef? Beef manger? But you object to an outsider writing about your nation, your culture. Oui, yeah. so it should have done, it should have been a collaboration. With another French writer. With a French writer. So there's the half of the book in France could have been in uh, French. Right. And right, the other okay. half could have been in Anglais. Like one of a, like a man cow, but like uh, with French and English. Racisement. If you were going oh, uh, have a half French. This is a beautiful French. idea. Which half though? Which half? Uh, the top half. <laughs> okay, the French half would be the top. Well, you could have alternate the words. Stripes, yeah. So stripes. you could have done stripes. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> like a French English uh, zebra. Zebra, zebra literature. So it could be like it était the blah <laughs> of times. Uh, it it était. <laughs> Le 
Mieux of Tom. The classic. Come on, he's what he's much better already. Yeah, it, wow, it flows so well. What happens if you have PS de resistance or like terms like that? Though? Oh, you invert the you invert it. So if it is PS de resistance, PS de resistance, you say PS of. <laughs> No, you invert <laughs> all of it. Wait. <laughs> you say peace of resistance. <laughs> peace of resistance. Precisement. Guys, thank you so much for your thoughts. I think that was great. It's a big thumbs up for as well. Daria. I think this is this is ah. special. This is special. Ah. Ah. This is the first time we've Daria. had everybody ah. has um agreed on the book being good. Daria. Exactly. And that's why, me. that's why I am, that's why I'm ignoring Serge, because this is an important moment, Serge. Stop spoiling the moment, it's an important yeah, moment. Unanimous know. decision by everybody on the show that this is a great book. And that's why I'm inducting this book, A Tale of Two Cities, into the Faking Lit Hall of Fame. Well done, Charles Dickens. You are in the Faking Lit Hall of Fame. Um... Can we have some triumphant music, possibly, to... There you have it, guys. Oh, my goodness. But... As much as I enjoyed this book, and as much as we all clearly love A Tale of Two Cities, no book is perfect! Um, Did you actually have a song? I didn't, no. Okay, good though. Good, that, was good. that was You know what, even if I feel that anything I would have come up with would have not been as good as <laughs> that. Um, but no, every book that we read on this, there's always room for improvement. We always have ideas that can make any book as good as it is, possibly even better. So this is the part of the show where I ask our guests for their notes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's a good song. Thank you. No, 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 I think it's funky. No, no, no. 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 Notes, everybody. Let's go from an anti-clockwise fashion and start with you, Serge. How would you have improved the tale of two cities? I would have preferred this child that got smashed by the horse and the carriage. Would not. Okay, well, okay. Um, walk me through this. What do you mean the car? What you talk about the kid at the beginning who was run over by the rich guy? Yeah? Yes. Gaspard's song. Gaspard's song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. La petite enfant. Mm. Le petit enfant. Uh, he should have been inside. Yes. Maybe if the carriage and the horse come smashing through his front room. Mm, mm. Like a family guy sketch or something. <laughs> that would have been at least made me less frustrated. It would have made him seem even worse. Because mm. there's nothing worse. Mm, absolutely. Than a religious. Okay. All right. Good note. Not sure how it infects, <laughs> it infects the larger plot of the book. The but... rest of the story was fine. Okay. Well, like I said, we've all loved this book. So I'm, I'm, I'm probably thinking that the note section is going to be fairly scant on the improvements. Um, Lenny, how would you have improved the book? I would have preferred if they spent more time describing the foods they'd eaten. Because the only way I can experience foods other than beef is if they're described in literary form. Oh, okay. What's your favourite description? What's your favourite food to be described to you then? Um, 
trifle. Oh, oh wow, okay. You can't have a beef trifle. No, you can't, which is why I like it to be described. Why can't you have a beef trifle? Because it is not one of the ingredients of trifle. Well, who's to say you can't change the game? Hmm? Yeah, but you can say that about... <laughs> fucking anything, can you? <laughs> Good point. Good point, <laughs> You can say about anything. Oh, it's a man. Oh, man, I'm made out of beef. Why can't you have a beef man? Because it's not what the thing is. Okay. Things are things. Fair. Fair point, fair point, Lenny. So you wanted more food descriptions. Yeah. Thanks for that, Lenny. Aaron, how would you have improved since, this book? Since you've called off the embargo and Josh Feldman, Josh oh, Feldman no, no. in there is a comedian, and um, <laughs> apparently, ostensibly, and uh, he says he uses, yeah, he says for kind of comedy rhetorical devices to use a rule of three. That makes everything better. Yeah. In which case, I think this should have been called A Tale of Three Cities. Okay. Well, I didn't think that, Josh Feldman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But what would the sequel be called? So it's a uh, tale of three cities. Tale of, okay. What would be the third city? Um, well, because he's quite lazy, you could use London, Ontario. And then you can have, yeah. Paris, Texas. Uh-huh. Paris, oh, Texas. Oh, that'd be a tale of four cities, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is Luton a city or is it a town? No, it's a city. I think, yeah, you have royal. You know, we call it Luton City Centre. Yeah, how do you have cities in France? Because you need a royal charter to have a city. Oh, God, that's it's, a good yeah. point. Yeah, so I mean, after, he wouldn't have had... What is it? When, when cities get city status, they're yeah. like, oh, it's great now we're a city. What's so great about being a city? Um, I don't know, actually. I What's think the advantage? Like, Why do they celebrate it? I, I guess you can build it on, like, a, a intangible like um, concepts, like rock and roll. Like, yeah, you example. can put on a fringe festival. Mm. You, you can't that? put a fringe festival on in a town. I think you can. No, you cannot. Uh, so you have Brighton Fringe, it's a city. You have Leicester, Leicester Fringe. It's a city. Is Hastings a city? Hastings is a city. You know, near Hastings, there's a town just called Battle, the most least imaginatively named <laughs> town of all time. Battle. What happened there? Battle. How did you find out about that? I read about it in my weekly newspaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> at, the, at the risk of <laughs> making this longer than it already is, what is this weekly newspaper that you get? Islington Tribune. Okay. Good, good, good. Islington Islington is one. Guys, thank you very much for your notes. I think this has been a very good episode. Uh, I'm so, I re- very much enjoyed uh, talking uh, this classic tale of the French Revolution and self-sacrifice with you. Uh, that just leaves me to say, do we have anybody who has anything they want to plug uh, at the end of the show? I would like to plug the all in my art. Oh, oh that's sad. You my, hug. My art. Would you, could I plug... That with a hug. You could. Okay, here you go. Mm. 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 I would like to plug the comedian. Wait! Are <laughs> mm. you good? Yeah? Good. The comedian I Dan guess. Offen. We're not done yet! Ah. <laughs> the comedian Dan Offen is doing one of his only Zone 1 recent gigs. Okay, yeah. Next Friday, he's, he's doing uh, the Angel Comedy Professional Night. Oh, nice. Friday, the. He's professional. Well, he's not. But the night is. <laughs> is Friday the 15th of September. Which venue is that at? I think it's at the Bill Murray. Like Bill Murray. But he's heard rumours that he might be doing both 
the venues, but he's not certain that's definitely the case. You better get you better get the confirmation soon then. Was that fifteenth? You said fifteenth. Fifteenth. So you heard it here, fifteenth September. Lauren Patterson's on. Oh, amazing! So guys, you heard it here first. Split yourself down the middle and go to both venues. But I'm definitely at the Bill Murray. Okay, he's definitely right. at the Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> you are as well, though. Lenny. I'm as well. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Five minutes of staying. Do a type five about beef. About beef eats. <laughs> about beef eats. Yeah. Does that mean that the Queen will be coming? Uh, well, she's also one. She's the headliner. Oh, she's the headliner. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II is headlining at the Bill Murray. <laughs> Do you think if the Queen started stand-up, do you think she'd have to go through the standard open mic system? <laughs> or she'd get straight to then, Earth gigs? And also, yeah, would you, would, you, would you have to be her bringer then? Would you have to like swap bringers? Well, I don't think she's She's too, because she's wee, isn't it? <laughs> she's exempt from that. She is the original wee man, isn't she? Speaking of which, do we have a wee man update? No. No? We're over time, is it? <laughs> No wee man update. I have to say that I um I um guys uh did you talk about the wee man in Edinburgh? We didn't actually. We didn't. I remember we we, we did get an update about the other wee man. Well, one of the wee men. Oh, we don't know. Or possibly the same wee man. We don't know. <laughs> I, but yeah, we had um we we should post that to the Facebook group actually. Um, I received a um a photograph from uh, our good friends Daniel Offen and Alice Byrne, who are sadly not here with us today. Uh, they're not and, dead. They're just. Well, no, 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 I should point out they're not dead. They're not dead. Just be, well, I give them some credit. I, I'm assuming that everybody who's listening to this, if somebody's not present, it means they're dead. Like, I, I'm assuming they think they're just away somewhere. But like, they sent us a photo of uh, the wee man in Edinburgh doing his uh, rap battle show. Um, so we'll post it up to the Facebook group. If you've seen that person and recognise them, give us your tips on them, where we can possibly locate them. Um, in the meantime, you know where to write to us, fakinglitpodcast at gmail.com. Give us your your Wee Man updates or any correspondence. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, like our, web, our Facebook group and subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review for us. We haven't received any... Um, we haven't received any reviews in some time. Um, it would be nice if we could get uh, another review, boost our profile, uh, and get some more correspondence going. I know you're listening to us. I know you like us. We love you too. Um, and we um, may have some um, interesting news to announce in the very near future. Uh, but watch your space. Keep uh, keep tuning in, I guess. Um, and keep going. Keep going. Keep going. I, I'm, I've been speaking for a long time. I actually had to stop for breath. Um, I think that's it. I think I've mentioned everything I need to mention. Um, Facebook group, uh, iTunes, and reviews, email. Yep, that just about covers it. Guys, thank you so much for being with me here today to discuss Tale for Two Cities. I hope that um, everybody out there in podcast land uh, and opposite land comes back again and listens to the episode. And keep going, keep going. <laughs> and what else? And, and what else? And, and, and it's good to each other. And good, good to each other. Parents. And what else? Because they can just be good to each and other. Maybe, and maybe just like vote for something. Vote. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and, vote. And, and remember to call your parents. And, and also be good to your siblings. And also to uncles and even. And yeah, uh, the uncles keep and going, aunts. Uh, more family Be good member. to everybody. Be good to everybody. Uh, watch the new David Simon show, The Deuce. It's very good. And new series of Bojack Horseman's out. Oh, really? That's very oh, good. Yeah. Can yeah, I plug yeah. something? Yeah, go on. I thought yeah. you were really plugging oh, yeah. the hole in your heart. I plugged it all in my heart, but I also remember Jerry Seinfeld as a new stand up comedy come out soon. <laughs> ah. 
Is that Netflix? Check it out. Check it out on Netflix. Can I unplug something? Um, I left the tap on in Florida. Could you please put it out? Oh, hey. that's, that's, that's probably punching down. Sorry, I didn't do that. Ah, you <laughs> leave it in. It's Texas. <laughs> it's Josh Bellman. That was a bad joke on many levels. <laughs> Let's cut that out. Yeah. And end the podcast now. Okay, guys, thank you very much for being here with me now. today. Um, uh, and what see- else? Come on. <laughs> Um, let's, like, guys, thank you very much for being with me to here today. Uh, Brilliant! Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, and we're there. <laughs> Where's my catchphrase? Like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Write to us at fakingitpodcast.gmail.com and support your local libraries and bookstars. Bookstars? <laughs> support your bookstars! Um, support your local bookstores and libraries. Until next time, I've been Shinty. This has been Faking Lit. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Yeah.